morning hallelujah Jesus you are great and mighty dear God we bless you we glorify your holy name oh God we need you in this place this morning we need your spirit oh God we need your Holy Ghost come on somebody lift up your voice call upon the name of the Lord come on God is in this place this morning come on hallelujah Jesus we need your Holy Ghost we need your power. We need your strength, oh God. We've come to cry out to you, Jesus. We've come to lift up our voice unto you, oh God. We need a supernatural work in this place, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise here this morning. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book. Of Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and beginning at verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them verse 1 says that they were all with one accord in one place 
And uh, you can be seated this morning in the house of the Lord. I love what I feel here in the house, house of God here this morning, the presence of the Lord that I feel. And um, here in the book of Acts, this is an account that is familiar with us all. Uh, it was the day of Pentecost and first time that the Holy Ghost had been poured out. And um, I always, when I read this account, I always, it always jumps out at me that the Bible says that they were all in one place. But not only were they in one place, they were all in one accord. Their minds were all on the same things. Uh, they all was focusing on the same thing, and that was receiving the promise that Jesus said would come upon them. It doesn't say that one was thinking about this or the other was thinking about that, but they were all in one accord. And then you'll read where the Bible tells us that the Holy Ghost was poured out. I believe this morning in order for the Holy Ghost to be poured out the way that God wants it to be poured out in this place, I believe that we all have to be in one accord. Our minds all have to be on the same thing, and that is allowing God to have his way in this place. We can come into the house of the Lord, and our minds could be on totally different things. We all can be here physically, but our minds could be somewhere else. One's mind can be on what we're going to do when we leave here. Uh, someone else's mind is going to be on, can be on, uh, well, do I have enough uh, supplies for this tropical storm or whatever it is that is coming? And your mind can be on so many different things, but I want somebody to know this morning if we're going to have a move of God in this place. And I don't know about anybody else, but I come to church to have a move of God. Come on, I didn't just show up because out of obligation. I didn't just come because I'm afraid Somebody might say something if I'm not here. I've come to see a mighty move of God. I've come to see the supernatural takes place. But the only way it's going to take place is if our minds are on the same thing this morning. You can be seated. They all were in one accord. They all was in the same place. Yes. But the most important thing was that their minds were in one accord. And um, we can come to church this morning, and we can be in the house of the Lord this morning. And it, I'm glad for the effort, and I know that the Lord is glad for the effort that everybody made to physically be here um, and went against everything that I'm sure was telling you to stay at home, stay in bed, it's bad weather. Uh, it's a good good time to sleep in. I'm pretty sure we all faced that this morning and all pushed through that and still came into the house of the Lord. But I want you to know that just being here is not enough. Just being here is not enough because you'll find out throughout the Bible that there were a lot of people around Jesus, but there were only certain people that got a touch from Jesus because they grabbed a hold of him and they reached out to him with everything that they had. The Bible tells us about the woman with the issue of blood and how that this woman 
made her way through the press. And when she touched the hem of his garment, Jesus asked the question, who touched me? Now the disciples looked at him like he was crazy and they said, this crowd, what do you mean, who touched me? And he said, no, somebody touched me because I felt virtue flow out of me. And the difference between them and her was that she grabbed a hold of him. They, she just wasn't casual, casually approaching Jesus. She was approaching him like that this is my only source that I have. If I don't get it from him, then, then I'm going to be in a bad situation. Let me tell you that we all may have gathered here this morning, but it's only the people that are determined that they're going to make their way through how they feel. They're going to make their way through what's going on, that they're going to make their way through every obstacle that has come against them and that they're going to grab a hold of Jesus Christ. Come on, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I need the Holy Ghost here. Come on, I need to feel the power of God. I need God to come in and begin to reshape me and change me the way I'm seeing things. I need God to move in my life this morning. You can be seated. It's only going to happen if we're all in one accord, one mind, coming and expecting great things. You know, you can come, we can come into the house of the Lord and it can, we can fall into the routine of it's just going to be the same old Sunday morning service. And I want you to know that God doesn't look at it that way. God looks at it as just another opportunity that I can begin to work in somebody's life and I can deliver, and that I can set them free, and that I can pour out my spirit upon them. God is ready to move in this place this morning. He stands ready to move in this place this morning. The question is, are we going to allow him to have his way in this place? The Bible talks about not quenching the spirit. Well, this morning I don't want to come in here and quench the spirit. I don't want to stop what God wants to do in this place. I didn't come in the house of the Lord with my arms folded. I didn't come. Come on, I don't need nobody to pump and pry me and tell me how good God is. The fact that I'm breathing shows me how good I, God is. The fact that I can stand here. The fact that I'm the fact that I have all of my faculties in their functioning this morning tells me that God is great. So I come with my hands lifted up. I come with a praise in my mouth. I come with a leap in my step. I come to run and do whatever it takes because God is worthy. You can be seated this morning. God is worthy. My problem is not worthy. God is worthy. How I feel in my body is not worthy. God is worthy. The devil is not worthy. God is worthy of all the praise, the glory, and the honor. Come on, I didn't come to magnify how bad it is. I come to magnify the one that can smooth it all out this morning. Come on, you, when you begin to talk about how bad things is, you can magnify the devil. I don't want to give the devil any credit. He doesn't deserve any credit. I come to give the credit to the one that is due to, and that is Jesus Christ. I come to let him know that, Lord, you are great. Lord, you are awesome. Lord, all my praise belongs to you. 
Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I want to be in one mind and one accord here this morning. I want the Holy Ghost to move. You can be seated this morning in the house of the Lord. The truth is only the people that have their mind made up that I'm going to get a touch from the Lord. I'm going to sit at his feet and I'm going to allow him to begin to open up my understanding to some things. I'm going to allow him to speak to my heart. Those are the people that have found, the Bible tells us, that needful thing. There are a lot of people that think that they need certain things. There are people that think they need a bigger house, bigger home, bigger bank account. You know, there's nothing wrong with those, those things. And if God blesses us with it, then praise God. But we don't need those things to make it. Now, God will provide. God will bless. God will allow us to work jobs so that we can take care of the natural things. But I want you to know, more importantly, I need Jesus this morning. Above all of those things, I need Jesus this morning. The Bible tells us, that Jesus entered into the home of two, two, two sisters. And the word tells us that he, when he came into the home, one of the sisters, she sat at his feet, and she began to listen to his words. But the other sister, she ran around, and her mind was on so many other different things that she couldn't focus on the fact that the person that can meet every need in her life was sitting in her home. I want you to know that people will come to the house of the Lord and their minds on so many other different things that they miss the fact that Jesus is here and that he is moving and that he is working and that he is trying to compel them to yield their will and submit to his plan and submit to, the, to, the, uh, to what he has for them. And they miss it because their minds are on so many other different things that and you got to understand that it's the work of the devil. The devil is trying, the devil wants you to come to an apostolic church service. How many know that you're not just in an ordinary church service? Come on, in an apostolic church service, there is power. Come on, healing takes place in an apostolic church service. Lives are changed in an apostolic church service. Come on, you didn't just come to any other church. Come on, this ain't just another church on the street corner. This is a place where God moves. This is a place where God shows up and he begins to heal and he begins to minister to people. You can be seated. So we're not just in another, another so-called church, but this is, this is a continuation of that book of Acts church. And God shows up, and God shows up in a church service like this. It was already quoted that Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And the key is, the reason that he's here is because we're gathered in his name. We know what his name is this morning. We know that his name is Jesus, and that's the only name. 
The Bible says that there is no other name greater than that name. The Bible tells us at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. Come on. He don't just arbitrarily shows up. He shows up because he knows that they have my name. They know the truth. They know what my name is. So he is here. He is moving. The same way he was in the house of Martha. He is here this morning. And if we're, if we're not careful, we can fall into the same trap that Martha fell into as her mind was on so many other different things. And she couldn't see the fact that Jesus, God in the flesh, is here in my home. He is in my presence. And she couldn't wrap her mind around that as so many other different things was going on in her life. And she began to complain. She began to murmur because Mary was focused. She was locked in. She knew who was in the house. And she threw away everything else. And she sat at his feet and listened to him speak. And she went to Jesus, and Jesus told her, you, you, you're troubled about many things, but Mary has chosen that needful thing, that one needful thing. Come on, somebody. I want you to know that the only thing that you need this morning is Jesus Christ. Only thing that we need this morning is the power of the Holy Ghost working in our lives. And if you get that, everything else is going to smooth out. Some may say, well, I need more money. I need a relationship. I need this going for me. I need that going for me. I want you to know that if you get Jesus Christ, then you got everything that you can possibly. Come on, I hope somebody believe that this morning. The only thing that I need is the power of the Holy Ghost. David said, one thing have I desired, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The only thing that I need this morning is the power of the Holy Ghost. Is Jesus Christ. You can be seated this morning. And I want to be locked in this morning. I want my mind. I want my heart to be fixed on him this morning. I want to be locked in this morning. I want to be locked in to what he wants to do this morning. I didn't come yawning my way through this church service. I come with my hands lifted up this morning. Come on, I know it's raining outside, and I know the, the spirit that comes on you that you wish you was home and in the bed, but I, I, I'm coming to cast that spirit off, and I come to let somebody know that you are in the house of the living God this morning. And I don't know about it, anybody else, but the Bible teaches us that we need to, that there's a certain way that we should behave in the house of the Lord. And I want you to know that when you come into the house of the Lord, our hands should be lifted up. Our mouths should be open. There should be some aisle running. There should be some leaping in the house of the Lord. Come on, I know how I'm supposed to behave in the presence of God this morning. You can be seated. Because I want the Holy Ghost to fall. I want the Holy Ghost to fall. There are people that need the power of the Holy Ghost here this morning. That need a touch. That needs to be filled. That needs to be refilled. There are people that don't know how to seek after God. That don't know how to call upon God. 
And they need to see that. They need to get a hold of that. They need to feel the power of God. The word tells us that Jesus came to a certain city and that the city that he came to was a, the place that he grew up. And when he came into that city, the word tells us that they began to look upon him and ask the question, is this the one that is doing all these great miracles that we heard about? This is, and they begin to, they begin to say things like, this is the carpenter's son. In other words, saying, no way could this person be the one that's doing all these things that we're hearing about. And they say, our, our, his brothers are, and his sisters, all of them, they are here with us. They dwell here with us. And they thought that they, because they saw him grow up as a child, from a child, that they thought that they knew him, but they didn't know him. They didn't know that this was God in the flesh. The Bible says that because of their unbelief and because of their doubt and because they would not allow him to have his way in their lives, that he could only heal, he could only touch a few people. I want you to know that God has not just come here this morning just to touch a handful of people. God wants to minister to everybody in this place. God is ready. The question is, will we allow him to have his way this morning? Are we so focused on what we have going on, how we feel, that we won't allow God to have his way in this place? Because I'm telling you, he stands ready. The Bible talks about it, it being his good pleasure. God stands ready to pour out his spirit upon us. If we're not careful, we can fall into a routine. We can fall into a rut. I know we've heard it talked about time and time again, but we have to be reminded of it because the devil wants you to fall into a routine. He wants you to fall into a rut where you don't value, we don't value every opportunity that we have to come into the house of the Lord. And if we lose the value of knowing the privilege it is to step foot into the presence of God, then we've lost it all. We've lost it. But I don't want to lose one, bit, one thing that God has given me this morning because I know the value a church service is. I know that in one church service, a life can be changed. I know that in one church service, People can be delivered from alcohol. They can be delivered from cocaine. They can be delivered from what, a, what other ever addiction that has a hold of them. They can be delivered. So I come in here to get things going. I come in here to lift up my hands and open them up my mouth because the truth is it's not about me this morning. It's about the person that needs the Holy Ghost this morning. It's about the individual that needs to be set free this morning. If the Holy Ghost is here, there is no deliverance taking place. If we, we don't feel the power of God move through this place, then we've just showed up for nothing. I didn't come to waste my time like that. I came to pour my energy. I come to pour my heart into this church service this morning. You can be seated this morning.
So he couldn't, he couldn't do nothing because of the people's unbelief and because the fact that they, they couldn't believe that this was the one that was performing all of these miracles and doing all of these things. I need God this morning. I need God this morning. I need the Holy Ghost working in this place this morning. And it only happens when we all are locked in this morning. It only happens when we're all in one, one accord this morning. We can be in one place this morning, but I'm telling you, just because we show, show up here, but if no praise goes forth, if, no, if, the, if the lifting of hands is not taking place, if we're not pouring out our hearts to God, God is not showing up this morning. He's not coming. He's not showing up this morning. It don't just happen. It don't just happen. We make it happen. The Bible tells us that he inhabits the pray in the praises of his people in Israel. That means when praise go up, God comes down and he dwells in the midst of that praise. It don't happen until we begin to praise and magnify God and give God everything that we have. Come on, I wonder if some people come to praise God this morning. Come on, I come. Come on, do you want that financial problem to leave? Go ahead and praise God, and God will come down and move on your behalf. Do you want healing in your body? Praise him, lift him up, and he will come down. He will begin to touch. He will begin to heal. He will begin to set you free. You can be seated this morning. He will begin to move. He will begin to work. When we lift up his name and we give him the glory that he deserves, and we pour out our hearts to him, we can't hold back anything from God this morning. We got to give him everything that he deserves. God knows the heart. God knows whether we're just offering up words. God knows whether we're just waiting for the time to pass. God knows whether we are sincerely giving him our everything. The Bible tells us that he, he, made, a state, he made a statement and he said that these people, they draw close to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their hearts are far from me. It's on something else. I'm thinking about something else, but I'm uttering words that are not coming from the heart. They're just me going through the motion. It's just me that I've learned how to do this thing and how, how to how this thing works. Somebody may have the idea of how everything, how it works. I want you to know how it really works. God wants you to know how it really works. It works when we pour out our hearts to God. It works when we give him our everything. I need the Holy Ghost. I know there are other people in here that need the Holy Ghost. I know that. But an outpouring of the Holy Ghost is not just going to happen 
It's going to happen when people have made up their minds that I'm going to the house of the Lord. And not only am I going to the house of the Lord, but I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pour out my heart until the Holy Ghost falls. That's what happened. They were in the upper room for, for numerous, numerous days, numerous of days, and they were calling on the name of the Lord. They were singing, they were praying, and they were calling out to God with everything that they had. And when it, they was all in one accord doing that, the Holy Ghost fell. Come on, it's not rocket science this morning. When we come in here and we pour out our hearts, one mind, one accord, the Holy Ghost is going to fall. Come on, I don't know about anybody else. You may have it all fixed out. You may have it all together, but I don't. And I need the Holy Ghost. I need God moving in my life. I need God moving in my family. I need God clearing my mind so that I can see things a lot better than I, what I am. You can be seated this morning. I need to see it the way that God sees it this morning. I need to understand things the way that God understands it this morning. I need my, my mind renewed this morning. And God is ready to do a work in this place. God is ready to have his way He's ready to fill that person that has been seeking for quite some time now. But I'm telling you, it only happens when God's people collectively come together and lift up their hands and open up their mouths and are determined that I don't care what I'm, how I feel in my body. I don't care what my bank account is like. I don't care the bills that are waiting at home. I don't care about what this person said. I don't care about what this person's done. I've come to get a hold of Jesus. I've come to block out everything else, and I've come to get a hold of Jesus. That's what it takes this morning. That's what it takes this morning. The devil would love for the church to get to a place where we think that we can become comfortable pop our feet up. Everything is, everything is okay. Everything is fine. And that's his trick to get us to fall into this place of, of being, being spiritually, how can I say? He wants us to get to a place where we're not, where we're not calling on God the way that we did when we first knew the Holy Ghost. Can you remember the first time you sought after God? After you found out that, hey, I'm in sin, I need to get my life in order with God's word. Can you remember your first cry out to God when you was realizing, when it finally dawned on you that, hey, if I don't get the Holy Ghost, I'm going to hell. Eternally, I'm going to be separated from God. Can you remember that cry? Can you remember that? That first time when you sought after God with everything that you've had. It's supposed to be that way every time we step foot in the house of the Lord. 
Every day is supposed to be like that because the truth is, because we got the Holy Ghost, don't mean that we, we've made it. That's why the Bible talks about renewing our minds. That's why the Bible talks about um, contending for this faith. The Bible, that's why the Bible tells us that the person that endures to the end is going to be saved. There has to be a constant desperation as if this could be my last time. I'm not promised this afternoon. I'm not promised next week. I'm not promised Wednesday night. That's what it takes. It takes a person that is sent, that makes up, up, up in their mind that I'm going to get a hold of him. Whatever it takes, I'm not letting go until I get a hold of him. I'm not letting go until God fills me and he renews me. One mind and one accord, that's what it takes this morning. I need God to move in my heart. I need him to move in my family's life. I need his presence. Don't allow the devil to cause us to come in and bring a church service down and cause us to lose the value of that church service. This is a valuable thing that we're doing here this morning. This is a value thing, valuable thing to be a part of this morning. The Bible tells us what it takes for it to work. What it takes for people to be changed. What it takes for people's lives to be restored. What it takes for strongholds to be broken. There are strongholds that are in this place this morning. And it has a hold of people. And they need to be broken. God wants to break it. God doesn't want his people I read in the Bible one day, and I was, it blew my mind because I had never, maybe I had read it before, and I'm sure I did, but maybe it didn't jump out to me the way that it did this time. But I read where God's people were, had them turned away from him, and now they were, they were in bondage once again. And the Bible tells us, told stated that when God saw this, because of his people's condition and the condition that they were in, that it grieved him. It grieved him that the fact that they were in slavery, the fact that they had been led away to captivity. I'm telling you, God doesn't like it when his people are bound by things. It's not pleasing to him when his people are struggling with things. I want you to know that God stands ready to lift that weight off your shoulders this morning. He stands ready to break the holes, to break the chains that the devil has wrapped around your life. He's ready to knock down those walls that the devil has built up around you to cause you to believe that you're closed in and you're boxed in and that there's no way out. God is here to knock those walls down this morning by the power of the Holy Ghost. But it happens when we come in here one mind and one accord and we're all focused and we're all locked in on one thing we're, we're all coming and expecting great things
from the Lord. We're expecting to see blind eyes open. We're expecting to see people healed or hear about people being, being healed. We're expecting to come and see the Holy Ghost be poured out on people that needed and deliverance is given to people. It only happens when we come in here and we are in one accord and we're locked in on what God wants to do in this place. How many know that God wants to move? Come on. How many are here to allow God to move this morning? Come on, how many are saying, Lord, have your way in this place? Have your way in my heart. Have your way in my brother's heart. Have your way in my sister's life. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands and call upon the name of the Lord. And I promise you the Holy Ghost will come down and God will begin to minister. God will begin to touch. Come on, let's call upon the name of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in here already. Hallelujah, Jesus. Mighty God, we need you, O oh Lord. We need your power, Jesus. We need your strength, O oh God. Help us, dear God, to come into your house, dear God. In one accord, Jesus. Our minds locked in, fixed on you, Jesus. That you may have your way, O oh God. We can't do anything without you. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Cry out to him. Come on, somebody, cry out to him with everything that you have. Cry like it's your last time that you're not promised another time. In the mighty name of Jesus, we need you, oh God. Oh, we need you, oh God. Oh, Lord, help us Lord, not to fall into a place of complacency, oh, Lord. Oh, God, but help us, Jesus, to pour out our hearts to you, oh, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, we need your Holy Ghost. We need your anointing to fall in this place, oh, God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, dear God. I invite someone that is. I invite the person that wants God to have his way in this place now to these altars that are coming and say, I've come with my heart fixed on the Lord. I know that there are people around me that if I don't create an atmosphere of worship in this place, that the chances are they're not going to make it. The chances are they're going to lose their souls. Chances are they're going to lose their finances. Chances are they're going to lose their marriage. There are all these different types of things that are taking place in a church service. And people are coming in here with weight, weighted down. Things that are plaguing their mind. And we need a move of the Holy Ghost in this place. Come on, my brother needs the Holy Ghost to fall. Whether the Holy Ghost falls or not determines whether they make it or not. Come on, whether the Holy Ghost falls or not determines whether my sister stays or whether she goes. I need the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. 
Hallelujah. We need you, oh God. Have your way in this place, oh Lord. Come on, somebody, cry out to him. Come on, hearts lifted up with your hands, crying out to him. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. Let your Holy Ghost fall upon every heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody open up your heart to what he wants to do in your life. Don't pay. 